right. Yeah. Hey everybody, welcome back to the DNR Podcast. I'm Ron Kane. I'm Damian Robinson. And we are at the kennel tonight recording. Yeah, yeah. I'm sitting on this uh, age-infested couch because Ron wanted to do it back in their living room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll, have to t- I'll take a picture of this and I'll use this yeah, as the cover for Take a picture of that one, yo, because that looks like it was in Whitney Houston's house and shit, and she definitely got finger-popped to death on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that one there does look a little bit uh, That's grimy. what I'm saying. Ugh. I'm itching already thinking. I'm just itching thinking about being on this fucking couch. I don't <laughs> sit on weird couches. No, this couch, this couch will be fine with all the smoke and everything else that's in it. It says no smoke in here. No, I mean from where they came from. Oh, uh, I'm pretty sure these came from some time. Bro, we are definitely on some drugged in couches, bro. Like people died on these couches. Yeah, I went to ask Jason where all <laughs> the furniture came from because I'm curious. It came from the fucking drug raids of yours, bro. <laughs> Especially that throne. Now, that throne is where it's at. He got that from um, either D.C., from down in, in in Rockville, Maryland, or he stole it from Game of Thrones. Yeah. Yeah, y'all got to see this fucking weird-ass couch. This is definitely some Game of Thrones couch. <laughs> this is the, the King of Bones chair. Yeah, they must have merch. They must have some merch in here this weekend. Yeah, all those tables. Yeah. So, uh, how was your weekend, man? Uh, it was hard. I ain't do shit. I ain't do shit. Uh, did security Saturday night at the uh, at the comedy club, and watched Mike uh, feature there. Uh, he fucking killed. Yeah. Yeah, he fucking killed. Good. Like destroy killed. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. See what I'm saying? They coming to get us off these couches, bro. <laughs> right now, you're listening to the smooth sounds of the York police sirens. They out here. This is this is baby Baltimore of Pennsylvania. I don't think it's that bad. It's that bad, dude. I seen some little kids run. On my way out, I seen some kids running across the street with guns, bro. Like kids, man. 16, 17 years old with guns. Yeah. Yeah. It's bad down here. This is why I don't come down here. I feel like this this is we own the city. Nah, this isn't that bad. I mean, there's more subtle racism yeah, there's, in this it, in this area. This shit ain't subtle, bro. <laughs> no, it's subtle around these parts, and as you go further south, then it gets a little less subtle. It gets better when you get to Baltimore, especially for <laughs> black people. Minus the cops. Yeah, you just got to speed from here down to the uh, yeah. Mason-Dixon line. Yeah, and then good luck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but nah, man, seriously, uh... I ain't do much shit this week, and what about you? Yeah, I was supposed to do the church on Friday, but yeah. then I had fucking pink eye. What? Over the weekend. Yeah, Laura farted on your pillow. Yeah, I guess so, or I was eating <laughs> her ass or oh, something. Shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> I was going to make, I actually made like a TikTok PSA. Yeah. You should have just wore an eye patch, bro. About ass eating, but then she wouldn't let me post it. She's like, no, oh, everyone's going to think my ass is dirty <laughs> and shit like that. I was like, No. It's, it's it's a PSA. Yeah. <laughs> then I just yeah, she just won't let me do. It. Yeah, she didn't tell me I couldn't, but yeah. yeah, I'm a screenshot the perfect thing for uh for for this episode, bro. Did I ever show you that thing where the dude is like, "What my girl's butthole see?" And he's looking down like a paper tube. Yes, yes. yes. <laughs> I'm a screenshot it when he's looking down a paper tube. <laughs> yeah, so she wouldn't let me do that, but uh. uh. She uh she had it as well. Too. Okay. But 
but she didn't quite have it as as, as bad. Uh, yeah, right. and she had it in her right eye also, and oh, I think from fucking when we were yeah y'all was 69 and looking up each other's assholes with your right eyes (laughs) (laughs) here you go (laughs) what's going on up there yeah so i didn't do i didn't go anywhere friday okay we stay home we stay home on saturday did you do anything for mother's day uh yeah i I cooked i cooked for my wife and everything made a nice dinner you know what i mean uh I, i basically it you know gifts that's basically it. Me, I don't want shit for Father's Day. And I know my wife's going to listen to this episode. And she's going to be like, why you don't want nothing for Father's Day? I'm tired of, I, I'm tired of spending money. Like, like, like Christmas, all right, I get spending money. You know what I'm saying? But, like, these Father's Day, Mother's Days, like, these paper card fucking... I, I never liked these fucking holidays. You know what I'm saying? You don't get off work. You don't get a day off of pay. Well, traditionally, we get, as dads, we get screwed. When it comes to this holiday, not me. I I get nice gifts, but I don't want I don't want any more. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I don't want any more. When it comes when it comes to these holidays, I don't I don't want them. I don't I don't want that shit anymore. If she wants to continue to celebrate Mother's Day, I'll I'll buy her everything, whatever on Mother's Day. But as far as Father's Day goes, yeah, I don't want to celebrate this shit no more, bro. <laughs> like. For me, Father's Day is is waking up and, and being alive. That's Father's Day. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like I, I'm, I'm tired of these fucking holidays, bro. <laughs> like these, you got to go out and buy a car. You got to do this. You got to do that. Look, if you know you're loved, it shouldn't take a fucking card and flowers and and, and you know meaningless gifts and spending money. Like we're right now, we're in we're in a fucking. It feels like we're going into another recession. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Oh, it's it's coming. It's yeah, coming. like we're out here spending money. We're we're gonna need money to fucking buy actual food because oh, the food prices are going to fuck up ridiculously too. Well, fuck, even gas right now. Is, yeah, it's like a past four sixty. Yeah, four sixty a gallon. Like, come on, man. Who who, who got four sixty to spend to go back and forth to work just to fucking make four sixty again? Yeah, it don't it don't mean shit. And and, and you know, minimum wage is about. Just a little bit more than that. Yeah. So you got motherfuckers just coming home from jail or whatever, or, or fuck their lives up, and all they can do is work a minimum wage job. All they doing is working for a gallon of gas an hour. Yeah. Shit don't make sense, man. I, I there was a, 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 a athlete that said, "Yo, they should give, they should give everybody a million dollars. We just spent trillions sending over to to uh, Ukraine." Imagine if you gave that money to the American people. Now, now, I mean, I wouldn't even give me give me five hundred grand, and I can turn that into a million dollars by the end of the year. Cause I'm starting my comedy club, and I'm 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 a smash it. I'm a smash it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I, I I'm at the point now. I'm up here, dude. Fuck these holidays, bro. What did you do for your wife for Mother's Day? Uh. Well, since got our, pink eye, yeah, I mean, <laughs> my eye was a lot better by Sunday. And uh, before I talk about that, though, I get it. so me and Laura both had like separate doctors' appointments on Friday, yeah. so we can get like medicine for our eye. Yeah. And so I was able to get myself in to see the doctor, and Laura had to do a video call with the like, okay. the nurse practitioner, which yeah, is fine. Yeah. That's who I normally go to. But anyway, so I had my appointment first. 
then Laura had hers like an hour later. Yay. And when, the, when Laura was talking to her and Laura explained like, hey, you know, my husband was in there earlier for the same thing. She looked up and was like, well, let's see what she prescribed. Yay. He's like, oh. I'll, so, uh, I'll give you the same thing. Well, no, I'll give you a different brand of it. Like, oh, what they give her the the, the the bootleg shit? Well, no, like her stuff worked. Uh, like her eye was like about clear yeah, on yeah. Sunday, and mine was still like kind of red and stuff. Yeah. So I went back to the doctor today for a physical and yeah. stuff, and I seen the nurse practitioner who I yeah. normally see, and she's like, "Oh, this is what she pre- here. I'll prescribe you this. I'll give you the good shit." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all, right, all right. I just we just thought it was funny because it's like, yeah, she gave you clear eyes and she. <laughs> yeah, and it's just funny to see that like rivalry between yeah. that like between those two people. Like yeah. oh, this bitch is. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy, man. I didn't know you had like I always thought you just had to ride pink eye out. I didn't know you had to go get shit for it. Well, you can't do like stuff at home. Yeah, but uh, yeah, you can get drops. Not eat ass. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, because if you leave it, then it could get worse. Uh, and then you could get uh, it turns into like a really bad sty. Oh, okay, all right, all right. I guess it would heal up over time, but you don't know. Or, uh, or maybe it gets really bad, and then uh, you go behind or shit. I, I don't know. Who knows? I've, I've never seen pink eye past the pink stage. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and it's I've had I had it like a long time ago. Yeah, I had it when I was a kid too, and like my eye was pink. Yeah. Just a little bit. Yeah. And it was a little itchy. And this is like the first time where I had it like where it looked like someone actually punched me. Oh, it was weird. Shit. Yeah, she punched you with her dookie hole right now. <laughs> yeah. Here, eat it. <laughs> a little pop out. Yeah, Mike Tyson's little fist came out. Take that run. <laughs> <laughs> nah, man. But uh Mother's Day, uh it was just me and Laura, so uh we just went to the movies. Okay. Y'all went to go see Doctor Strange. Yeah. Yeah. It was actually No spoilers. No spoilers. Yeah, it was, no it was good. I was actually pretty I happy. Didn't, with I didn't it. see it yet. I'm going to see it this weekend. Yeah. yeah. And it's only like about two hours and it it moves along pretty good. Yeah. It, it was just overall, it was a fun, kind of dark movie. Yeah. But it, it was good. All right. I'm going to check it out. Yeah. I, I can't wait to see it. It looks good. Um. Then, then after that, uh, I took her to dinner. So did you go to the church Saturday? Because you just went from Friday to Sunday. There had to be a Saturday. No, Saturday I just stayed home. Okay, all right. So you were just healing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was just still doing drops. My eye was kind of bugging me. Because I was supposed to go to, uh, you know, backing up. I was supposed to go to Rashid's, Mike. Okay, yeah. On Saturday. I was, too. And I just... Dude, I just didn't do shit. Yeah, yeah. but I like I kept. I, I was kind of disappointed. I wanted to go because I helped him promote it and help yeah, get the yeah. word out there. And I felt bad because I told because he had asked me weeks before that. Yeah. I was like, yeah, man, I'll come out and support and be yeah. there for you. But I mean, it was like I had fucking pink eyes. So yeah, I'm not gonna go there. <laughs> nah, like, yeah, he totally understand, man. Yeah, but it so totally I was kind of disappointed I missed that. But uh, I guess that went well. And then uh, yeah, so we did uh, dinner. And uh, and a movie, and I took her to a bookstore. Okay. Beforehand, before we. What book? What book y'all get? Uh, what she, How to keep it spicy. Uh, she got. Actually, the I found her the fucking books, and they're both erotic books. Uh, how to keep it spicy? Uh, I got it. It was Exit the Eden. Okay, I heard of that before. Yeah, there is a movie, but this is the actual book. So. Yeah. And. Uh, I forget the the other book I I found her. Uh, they were both fuck books. <laughs> uh, damn. 
I didn't think they had those novels inside like regular bookstores. I thought you had to go to like a, a, a sex dungeon or something to get like no, because shades of gray. Like she, like a lot of times she reads like paranormal romance shit. Okay, which is like, like Ghostbusters. Yeah, it's like Ghostbusters, a, a nut in your eye. <laughs> yeah, it's like aliens and like fucking werewolves yeah. and things like that. Oh, Twilight. Yeah, and like each book involves a kidnapping. Oh then they, shit! And then they fucking dominate the chick, and then yeah, <laughs> damn. Yeah, they need see. That's what they need to do for porn. Like porn's been losing out. They need they need to start doing like Twilight the porn. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, I think it's out there. Yeah. Yeah, because the running joke with us is like, if if she buys a book, I'm like, is this silky folds or like just pussy? <laughs> because like the clean romance novels, yeah. be like, oh, he gently kissed her, silky folds. Yeah, <laughs> but this is no. She's like, nah, this is straight pound the pussy. Oh, okay, <laughs> damn. Hey, pound the pussy. That reminds me of fucking uh, come and pat the pussy. Hey, hey, hey. Oh shit! Man. Yeah, it's funny. Even though we've known each other a couple of years now, hey. and I, I'll say that you still look at me like, "What the fuck's going <laughs> nah, on, brother?" Hey, yo, because I mean, like, honestly, I mean, that's cool. Like, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm knowing more about your sex life than, than you know what I mean. It, it, it gets weird sometimes. That's all. Yeah, it gets weird. But I mean, shit, man. That's that's who we are here at the DNR. We don't give a fuck. We just come have good conversations and shit. Well, hell, that's what we fucking talk about on stage. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I talk about a lot of pussy. Hell yeah. I've been sitting here looking at those posters over your head, man. Like, those are some crazy shits. Yeah. They're like comic books, but not really comic books and shit. It's kind of dope. Yeah. Yeah, it's like Captain America. It's like evil Captain America versus fucking evil uh, Steve Richards from the Fantastic Four facing off and shit. this, This room is crazy, bro. I mean, it's got the typical misfits and shit like that. But those three posters right there that, that say Western New York on them are pretty dope. Whoever did those has an eye for fucking yeah for some dope shit. Yeah, yeah. It's uh yeah. There used to be pool tables in here. For real? Yeah, because before like they changed all this over. Yeah. Uh, you would like uh there wasn't a door there. There yeah. was a doorway, but you'd walk in. And there were pool tables there. Okay. And there's pool tables there. Yeah. And uh, yeah, they kind of put up like a partition there, but yeah. this used to be open. There's pool okay. tables. It used to be like, uh, used to be a pool table there and a pool table here. And yeah. yeah. So this was like their pool room. Yeah. Okay. I can see that now. It makes sense. Yeah. It was actually when they had pool here. It was pretty busy all the time. Yeah. When they had pool in here. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's that's this is Ron knowing the history of this place. I I just like I rarely come to York, so I don't be knowing a lot of the shit down here. Like yeah. I, I I was I, I I was dope. I felt that was dope when I found when when those guys uh, those guys when Josh and fucking Greg told me about the fucking arcade up there. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Like that's pretty cool. Like we need shit like that in Harrisburg, man. You know what I'm saying? We need something like that in Harrisburg for the kids to to, to go to during the day. Yeah, the, the original Timeline Arcade is right around the corner from oh. the Church of Satire. No shit. Yeah, right down in Hanover. Okay. Yeah, it's uh, like where the church is here, and yeah. I think it's like a block and a half down. Okay. Damn. Is it still there? Yeah, it's still there. Hmm. Yeah, it's, uh, it's like in a 
in a smaller place, it seems. Yay. Just because they have everything packed in there, but yeah. they got a shit ton of games, and like the bottom floor is like a regular game store. Okay, damn, never know about that place. Yeah, they need to bring one to Harrisburg. If you're listening, please bring one to Harrisburg. Like I feel like that would help the kids like get off the streets a little bit. Yeah, there's there's nowhere for kids to go Dang. anymore. I mean, did they still have like uh, like I remember. Because I'd spend a lot of my time on the streets yeah. in Baltimore with my cousins. And there's, like, a boys club. Yeah, we got boys clubs and shit. We got one uptown. We got one on the hill. And we got one out the south. Uh, we got a YMCA. Uh, shit, we got two YMCAs. I think they're both uptown. Well, one is downtown. Yeah. Off, off Front Street. And, yeah, man, shit. We got a lot of shit. It's just it don't get utilized. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like... Who really goes to the boys and girls? Like they, 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 they got the same. It's the same shit that's in those boys clubs are still there from when I used to go there, back in the eighties. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like who's, where, where's the funding for that shit? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Where's the funding for that? That's what. That's what I think. These people who make it out of the city, see, they come back and they do this thing and they just donated a couple dollars to here. Put that shit where it really needs to go in the communities, like the Boys and Girls Club. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Put that shit there. Get them get them some some better shit, some updated shit. The pool table the pool table is you know how green they are when they bro, that pool table is damn near fucking like like lime green like this fucking light. Like it's 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 nothing there, bro. It's nothing there. You know what I'm saying? Like Yeah, the cut when uh like before the pandemic like yeah. a couple months before the pandemic, I set up a show at uh, Coexist up there in Steelton, <coughs> and uh, like I had met with the owner, yeah. you know, a couple weeks before that, and it was so like they were doing like a lot of stuff for the Steelton community, and they're like, yeah, you know, like uh, uh, our business and a couple other businesses. Like, they were going to do, like, they were planning on having, like, a Mardi Gras. Yeah. Uh, around, they were planning on having a Mardi Gras that year. Oh, they are like, geez. oh, yeah, it was, was going to be, like, a big block party. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, you know, we, we plan to do this, and we want to do stuff so the community comes out. Yeah. Because he's like, you know, you've seen, like, Steelton's had a rough time. Shit, man, all, of the, all and, these areas. Yeah, and so he's like, you know, we're trying to climb out of the hole yeah and uh i was like that was great and you know set up that show then fucking covid hit and boom yeah shut shit down yeah and kind of like reset everything back to zero because i mean they're open and stuff and get and they're doing business yeah but uh i haven't seen there hasn't been anything yet about like you know getting like their community community day back and shit like that but I'm hoping to do something because I actually talked to him like a couple months ago and he said he still wanted to do a show there. Okay. Because they have a nice stage and stuff in there. Where's this at? Uh, Coexist is uh, right on uh, the main drag there in Steelton. Uh, I don't know. Right on Front Street. Yeah. It's kind of, you know where the dispensary is in Steelton? No. Because I don't go through Stilton like that. Okay. Stilton cops and middle, Middletown cops and high spire cops, 
have an affinity to fuck with me a little more so than like even down here in York. So like I only I only go through those places if I absolutely have to. Yeah. Well, my measure of Steelton is hey, there's a dispensary on the one end. Yeah. Uh, coexists is kind of in the middle. Okay. Then on this other end, there's a Dairy Queen. Oh, so you're right there on Front Street. I I, I know where you're at now. Yeah. Right. Yeah, downtown. you're right before you get into Steelton. Yeah. Well, that, yeah, that's where the Dairy Queen is. But yeah. Coexists is like right in the middle there. Okay. Where. Of Steelton. Okay. Is it across the street or on it's, the same side? It's on the right side. It, yeah, so it's across the street from the Dairy Queen. Yeah, you remember, oh, you know, uh, <laughs> that place, uh, they were doing the open mic. What is it? The, yeah, yeah, The hideout yeah. or whatever yeah. they were fucking calling it. Yeah, so that place is there. Uh, coexists is like two blocks up on the right. Okay. All right. All right, I, I kind of know where you're at now. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, because that was uh, that was that was called the venue. That's yeah, right. the venue. Which yeah. lasted a month or something. No, I was there for like two, three months. Yeah. You know, but my thing was was uh, they they with the venue, man. Like that place could have been something special. That could have been a nice little comedy cut. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That could have been a nice little spot for comedy. Not not big, not too small, but just right for comedy. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, uh, it is what it is. Yeah, I mean, that, that like, shot itself in the foot the first night. Yeah. And then it went downhill after that. I mean, it, it did have some moments. It yeah. did have some like moments. Like, the, the first one was very good, then each one kind of declined. Too, yeah. Like, the first one went off okay. Yeah. But then, like, the second one, that's, that's I think that's the one that Massenburg came out to. Yup. And it started so fucking late. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, this starts at 8. And Alan's... He's uh, there at, like, 8.30, 8.40, and he's like, we still didn't start. I remember that. Yep. Yeah. And, that, see, that's that's the one problem I have with a lot of, with a, with a lot of, sometimes going to other mics and shit, is it's just says it's supposed to start at a time and it don't start and i ain't blaming i ain't i'm blaming the person who says it's their mic you know what i'm saying i do blame them like if you if you say your mic's starting at that time start your fucking mic at that time that's why i haven't been to on wednesday nights yeah you know that's why i haven't been out on wednesday nights if you say it's going to start at this time like i'm expecting to start at this time yeah that's why for me, that's why I've always been a Nazi about starting my shit on time. Yeah. When I first started doing comedy, you're right. Like, every fucking mic you would go to is like, oh, let's start today. And you get there, and then you talk to 15, 8, 20. It's like, yeah, well, we'll see. It's like, hey. we work the, f- like, we yeah. all have fucking day jobs. Yeah, I got to get up in the morning. Yeah. And it's like, keep this fucking moving. Hey. And it's like, people don't see it. It's like, well, you know, if you start on time... All the time, then people won't shit on your mic and yeah. just start showing up. And people up. will show up. And, yeah. And you'll have a decent turnaround. Yeah, your first one or two, yeah, you might lose a couple people because uh, the mic is ended, but yeah. that's that's on them, not you. Hey, I don't know, dude. I, I I do miss when I did run a mic, but it just it would get time cons- it would get time consuming, and they didn't give me what I needed for the shit to succeed. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? When I used to run my mic at HMAC, 
I love HMAC though, but I just didn't get everything I needed to succeed. Like I wouldn't have a bartender, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and, and it's like I was trying to keep that shit down there, but I'm kind of glad. Like I had the opportunity to do it. It taught me some valuable things, and it's it's now in the hands of Ron Kane, and I, I feel like it's doing stronger. Yeah, that mic is doing well. I mean, HMAC still does, like, weird HMAC stuff. But oh, yeah. You know, you come down, there's no mic. Yeah. But, know. I mean, that, that's just, like, the type of stuff that I'm, like, kind of used to. And actually, yeah. it's like, oh, all right, this is just... But I, I know for me, they've gotten better. Yeah. Especially, I know for me, because they kind of... I don't, like, hammer them, but, like, I will tell them. Like, yeah. You know, let's, like, get this fucking fixed. Yeah. Uh, my thing is, is like I still think we should have been able to go to HMAC on Mondays. We should have just been able to go upstairs. Oh, and if uh, there was, if there wasn't a show upstairs, yeah, let us use that. Let us use that space. Or shit, they even have that basement down there to the side. Well, that that the thing is, the basement apparently uh, is rented. Yeah, it belongs yeah. to someone else. Yeah, it belongs to the poetries and, and, and the people like that. Or whoever But has you it. never see anybody go down there. Well, that... But that was like... Uh, I think they rent that to vampires. The beginning of the pandemic, though, too. Yeah. Or before the pandemic. So yeah, I, but, I don't even know if anyone's down there anymore. That's what I'm saying. We could have went down there, but they probably got like a dead body down there or something. So they're hiding something. They're hiding something from us at that place. Yeah, I think I would maybe consider like doing a show down there. I don't know. I mean, I haven't been down there it's yeah. been like two years now. So yeah. It was still a very much a work in progress yeah. at the time. But it was cool. It's cool. I don't know. Yeah, uh... You watch Wheel in the City? Yes. Yeah. You watch, So you watched all three episodes yep. so far? Yeah. I'm halfway through episode three. That's what I was watching on my drive down here. Yeah. It's pretty fucking good, dude. I'm sitting there like, yes. Yeah, that's I a, need this it's, shit. It's a fucking wild and crazy story. Yeah, I need this shit. Because like, I'm starting to sync up some of the times, like when they punch in the dates. I yeah. might have been in town on some of them days. I probably, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like... Fuck, man! I could I could have easily been one of those guys that they planted a gun on. Yeah, that's definitely a show you have to pay attention to. Yeah, the way they time jump all the time. Yeah. like hey, this is happening in two thousand five. Yeah, two thousand seven. Now we're two thousand twelve. Yeah, now yeah. we're up to two thousand seventeen. Yeah, like fuck, man. But nah, it's a damn good show, bro. I'm 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 enjoying that shit. Isn't isn't that fucked up that that fucking really happened? I mean, yeah, but. I mean, as a black man looking at the police, shit happens every day. It's just this is the one time they got caught. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's corruption. Well, I mean, the corruption's one thing, but to see where Baltimore is at today and it's still not really in a great place because of fucking decades. But it made me think, like, uh, my former uncle, I mean, he's not dead or anything, but when my aunt divorced him, but he, he was a Baltimore city cop. Yeah. Like back in the day. Was he on the gun trace task force? No, this is before (laughs) the gun trace task force. I know. But, you know, he was always a liar, but you never knew what was truth and wasn't. Yeah. And like some of the stuff that he would say. You'd be like, all right, uncle. Yeah, I believe you. (laughs) 
Where <laughs> it's like, you know, really fucked up shit. Yeah. Like, yeah. Believe him on the fucked up shit. Yeah. That but when he says he got like fucking 40 arrests in one I got 40 arrests in one day. You know, I was out there smashing heads. <laughs> nah, I don't believe you on that, but you know. Yeah, now he was a uniform officer his entire career. Yeah. Oh, shit. I mean, I, I don't know. If I became a cop, dude, I'd, I'd probably be on some Denzel Washington and Training Day shit. Yeah, I, I have to say, like, when they're. Like finding money, yeah, and oh, I'm taking it. Yeah, it's like you can see why a cop would take that. Yeah, especially drug money. That, Fuck yeah! And you got oh look, there's sixty thousand dollars here. If we take twenty, who's gonna fucking miss it? Until until the <laughs> police <laughs> report and shit, and be like, yeah, we found forty thousand dollars, and then the drug dealer be like, no nah, man, they, I had sixty because you know drug dealers are stupid. Yeah. Yeah, we actually there is a uh, there is a cop in like uh, in Fairview Township. Yeah, and uh, he got arrested for that shit. His name was uh, Tyson something. Yeah, because uh, like uh, a friend of ours that we knew that was our neighbor. Yeah, at one point, uh, she uh, she was fucking him. Oh shit. Apparently, What's, I know. but like while all this shit was happening, because like two years ago, like all this stuff came out. Like, yeah, he pulled this guy over, and uh, he was actually <coughs> he was working for the FBI. That's how he got caught because oh, shit. they had heard that shit was going on. Yeah, and so the FBI got involved. So they put out a, a sting car. Yep. So they set up a sting for him, and he pulled his car over, and he mm. took this money out of the back yeah. and robbed him. Yeah. And that's how he got fucking caught. Wow. And they just, like, all the dominoes fell at yeah. that point. Because he had, like, this, uh, you know, he was saying, oh, because my wife got sick with cancer. But it well, bought, did she really? Well, she did have cancer, but he, they bought this, Total like, he had this, this boat. Yeah. Then they had, like, a $400,000 house. And it's like, you're just a cop, dude. Wow. And, wow. And like vacations and things yeah. like that. And I kind of, I kind of remember reading about that now. Yeah. Yeah. I would be on some Denzel training day though, shit. Like I would. Like I think. Training day came out when they finally when they knew about what was going on in Baltimore, so to keep. Everyone happy they moved it to Los Angeles because that, that it's pretty much the same shit. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like it's pretty much the same shit. I think it, they it, just they just over the topped it. Yeah, I mean it happens in every fucking city. I yeah, think. especially big cities. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh yeah. She, Remember when New York had that stop and kiss? Yeah. I wish a cop would have dog. Yeah. I, I'm first of all I'm, I'm I'm fighting him and then I'm gonna say I've been sexually assaulted. By a New York police officer, and and then I'm suing the state and I'm suing the mayor directly for 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 making out a fucking law. You 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 put these sexual predators out here on the street, like because they was going up kissing men in the in the mouth, dog. That's crazy. Police was walking up to men, grown men going up to another grown man and kissing them in the mouth. And what was that for? It was a way. It was a way. They they were saying there's a way to like uh, de-escalate. <laughs> Or or some shit like that. Matter of fact, let me see, yo. I'm, yeah, they used to, police used to walk up to a couple 
to a couple black dudes standing on the corner talking and whatnot. Maybe they might have been selling drugs, maybe not. But they would walk up and kiss the guys. Like they would, the cops would walk up to them, grab them, kiss them on the mouth, mouth to mouth. And, and yeah, bro, hold on. <laughs> That's crazy. Stop. But while you're while you're looking that up, they go back to that cop that got caught in our area. Yeah. So we were told a story that uh, you know she was messing around with him. Bloomberg defends New York police controversial stop and kiss. <laughs> like yeah, they was they was going up and stop and, and, and like we me and you walking down the street. We on our way to a comedy club. Da 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 da. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We sitting there talking. Like we sitting there just. Having a us conversation. The police stop us and then kiss me on the mouth. Yeah, it's fucking weird. That's sexual assault. I, I know, but it's so weird and just random to do. Yeah. That's sexual assault, man. Yup. Look at that though. Look at that picture, bro. He kissing him right on the fucking mouth. He got him in cuffs. He kissed him in the mouth. That's sexual assault. That's that's rape. Look at this, man. Okay, let me ask you this question. Stop and kiss. Yes. They would stop you and kiss you in the fucking mouth. They have you in cuffs while they do it. And then if they don't find nothing on you, you're free to go have a good day. If you don't give any tongue, then you can. Bruh. I wish a motherfucker would stop and (laughs) kiss me, bro. We're going to die right there today. I'm going to die that day. And then they're going to be like, well, why was he, why did he. He kissed him on the fucking mouth. That's just, that's just so bizarre. Yeah, it's like, I'm just gonna lean in and kiss you. Yeah, not <laughs> and not even not even like caress the back of your head type. Just you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Come on, bro. No, no, <laughs> no. That made me think of that. Talking to all this police shit made me think of that stop and kiss shit, bro. Well, I got a great story. So you got stopped and kissed by the New York cop. <laughs> No, <laughs> but like uh, that cop that got called, like they were messing around one time in yeah. his police car. Yeah, and she was naked. You got the tape. And he handcuffed her to the steering wheel. Yeah, and he he didn't have his set of keys with him, so he had to call a partner to come. Oh, I thought they came and called you. No. All that kinky shit you be talking about. No. <laughs> you probably came out and offered him a key. Like, here you go, officer. He was like, the fuck? Yeah, so, I <laughs> mean, I don't I don't know if that's true, but <laughs> yeah. that's what she, she you know, was told. And they yeah. had to get his partner to come by or another cop. Yeah. Like, <laughs> no, I knew, I knew, uh, I knew a Harrisburg corrupt cop, uh, Officer Sean. You know what I mean? But he was a cool dude. He was a cool dude. He just, uh, he just got greedy. After after being a straight cop for so long, yo, it's gonna hit you. You're sitting here putting your life like, and I'm and I'm and I and I'm not here defending police, and I'm not here, but I'm, at some point, like you're seeing all this money go in to the police, and none of it gets kicked back to you for being the guy who's making these arrests yeah. and all that. Eventually, you're gonna say, "Yo, fuck it, I'm taking something for me." I'm taking something for me. Like, it's, it's, yeah, it's like... It's human nature. It's like, remember the Goonies? He was like, yo, all this, but I'm taking this. Yeah. This one's for me. When he took the coin and he was like, this is my wish. Bruh, I, I, I understand when the police start getting greedy. Like, I would tell a story, 
but I don't know the statute of limitations on robbery. And I probably think I already told this story already. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But, um... Yeah. Well, did you see... Have you seen the part in the episode where they raided the car wash? Like, not yet. Okay, then I'll... Not yet. But... Man, you say wash like a black dude. Yeah. Car wash. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Uh, I could definitely understand why someone in that position would say, I'm going to take this. Oh, fuck yeah. Like, there's huge Bro. drug raids where they're taking millions of... I'm looking at that throne. I'm taking this. <laughs> <laughs> we just walk out. Who's going to miss $100,000? Bro, if I was a cop, I'm telling you, I would I would be crooked because I'd be like, yo, you got money or drugs in the car? How much money you got? And don't fucking lie to me. Keep the drugs. Give me the money. Get the fuck out of here. You say this to anybody, you're fucking dead. You're fucking dead. You <laughs> You're fucking dead. I'm killing you, your family, all of y'all fucking dead. <laughs> Give me your license. <laughs> well, uh, we're almost at 40. Yeah, so man. Might... Winning time, bro. Oh, yeah. The last episode of Winning Time for the season. Yeah, it it was it was good. I liked yeah. it. Yeah. Did you watch the recap? At the beginning? At the end. No. I don't think you I don't did. watch those where they where they where they interviewed like people from the from the episode. Oh no, I haven't watched those yet. Oh no. man, yeah. you gotta. Yeah. Those are like the secret gem of the whole show. Like Rick Fox is the host and shit. And he yeah. sits there and he talks to like a few people from the episode, and you know you you kind of get like how they took how they do their take yeah. on the character and whatnot. Yeah, but nah, um, yeah, man, watching it was it was weird watching the Lakers win a championship. You know, as much as I hate the Lakers, I hate the Lakers and the Celtics both equally. Being a child Bulls fan, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. But uh, nah, it was it, it was good, man. It was it was real good. I think this last episode was strongly written. It was less uh, it was less over the top dramatic, yeah. like how most of the shit was during the season. But but that's what I that's what I found entertainment was the over dramatic shit. Yeah. You know, like Jerry West uh, statue talk and shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like shit like that was good, man. But uh, nah. Um, yeah, he's all pissed off about this, still. Yeah. <laughs> well, they all are, dude. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is mad. I think Magic Johnson's mad. I mean, it, but it comes from a book that was written about that shit from a guy who was there. So they just took that and expanded it to make it more digestible because you read a book like if you turn a book into a movie you have to make it digestible yeah you know you turn you, you're taking a book and you turn it into a tv show you got to make it digestible yeah you know and you got to make it entertaining that's what i'm saying and they tell you specific this is the, fake as fuck <laughs> yeah they tell you yeah some things have been expanded you dramatically know? yeah you know what i mean we all know that fucking magic was a horn dog obviously bro they all were yeah i mean why wouldn't you be i mean you you're, you know... Is Kareem Abdul-Jabbar still with that white woman? I don't know. You know, that's a good question. I don't know. I gotta look that up. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but I, I love the guy that was playing Jerry West, man. Yeah. <laughs> so fucking insane. Hell yeah. Hold on, I gotta see. Kareem but, Abdul-Jabbar and his wife. But I, I kind of get that's it because he was... Match. He was so... Uh, Look at the first picture that came up. 
I said Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and his wife, and they show Will Smith, Jada, and fucking Chris Rock. <laughs> yeah. I fucking hate you, Google. You fucking piece of shit. Unless Will is Will Smith doing a movie about fucking Kareem Abdul-Jabbar? Maybe Kareem talked to Will afterwards. <laughs> Poss- he somebody need to talk to Will. Wait, listen, young buck. <laughs> that month right there. I guess so. I guess he's still with her. Yeah. Yeah. I can see that. I mean, he seems. He seemed. I mean, Kareem always seemed like a very kind of like level-headed type of guy. Yeah, he 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 is. He is. Did, did you ever? Did you see him in that episode of Dave with the Little Dicky show? You ever watch Dave? I have seen that show. I have never seen him in that. Yeah, he's in season two. Kareem okay. Abdul Jabbar, and he writes an article about Little Dicky. Yeah, yeah, it it, it, it was pretty good because you know that's what he does, yeah. man. Was he writes articles and shit? But yeah, man, fuck. They ended that good. I heard the season two uh, of Winning Time is supposed to take on uh, the Kobe and Shaq years of the Lakers. Okay. But I would like to see more of, like, this 80s Lakers shit. Like, even if you make it up at this point, I don't give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? Like, let's go over dramatic with this yeah. shit. No, I, I think it might be... I could see them going that route, but I could see them revisiting this, especially because it's somewhat popular, but people... Especially since they tease, like, you know, Bird. Yeah. And, like, how fucking pissed off he was. Yeah, he's out there fucking shooting hook shots in the, in the back while Magic's getting the fucking award. Yeah, but it makes sense because he was so fucking driven oh, and yeah. dedicated. Bird, Bird is, like, secretly Bird is one of my top favorite players of all time. I mean, he's one of the best players to ever play the game, but I actually admire Larry Bird a lot more than than I give him credit for. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know he was a workaholic. Bird was the fucking shit. I just fucking hate the Celtics. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, with, with good reason. But You know? Yeah, I mean, Bird himself, man, he's so just fucking driven. Like, yeah. Yeah, I want to fucking win. Yeah. And do what it takes. He was a beast, man. He was a beast. He he was white. He was the original white chocolate. Well, no, he was the second white chocolate for me. Yeah, but that's an entirely different era of basketball because I mean, you got Bird, you got Johnson, yeah. you got fucking you know, Russell. Yeah, and you get punched. Well, Bill Russell wasn't there. Oh, Bill Russell was since retired. But you, I'm thinking that's, of uh, that's punch you in your fucking face, NBA. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, like the Pistons out of that era. Yeah, the Bad Boys would eventually come out and Jordan and Hakeem Olajuwon. I watched that Hakeem Olajuwon documentary. That was damn good. Yeah, that was damn good. Yeah, I was like, yo, that dude was a fucking beast, man. Yeah, yeah, he was five slammer jamma. It was him. Clyde Drexler was on the same college team. Wow. Yeah. Like there was like they had this group called Five Slamma Jamma. Yeah. And all they would do was just dunk and put dicks in your face. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like they was dope. And not knowing that Hakeem Olajuwon had only been playing basketball for like two years before he went to college. Yeah. You know what I mean? And when he showed up, like the coach was the the coach at the college was like he got a call from 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 his dude over in Africa, and he was like, "Yo, you gotta you gotta see this kid, you know." And I'm sending him out there to you. So Akeem lands in Houston because he went to the University of Houston, and the coach is like, "Eh," like the, the, you know the the assistant was like, "Yo, that kid Akeem's over at the at the uh, at the airport." It was like, "Eh, have him take a fucking taxi," you know. And then he sees him and he's like, "Yo, get his bags and get him." Up to my office, right? Like, like, bro, you, you basically was like, yo, fuck that nigga, 
And then you see him and was like, oh, shit, I want to fuck that nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's, like, when I saw that, I was like, yo, that's the history of America right there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? For for 250 years of slavery, it was like, yo, fuck that nigga. But then when they see what we could do, do for real, it's like, mm, I want to fuck that nigga. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And, and now it's like back to being fuck that nigga again after Donald Trump. Because they just out here fucking us up. I mean, they was fucking us up through the whole time. I don't know. <laughs> I think we should end here, Ron. Yes, we're going to end before you get too dark. I'm not getting too dark. It's this room. Yeah, then I can yell at you for not promoting the uh, yeah, podcast. Yeah, <laughs> which I'm a piece of shit. <laughs> All right, well, let's wrap. Do you have anything coming up this week? Uh, Yeah, drug deal. Nah, I don't got shit coming up this week, bro. Uh, I ain't doing shit this week. You? Uh, only thing I have comedy wise is Friday is Friday night stand up at Fratelli's. All right, yeah, that's yeah. a quick turnaround, but because of uh, Memorial Day, who's on it? Uh, Logan Mullen, okay, uh, Mark Viola, okay, and uh, Martin Alexis, okay, and uh, I forget who the Martin Logan. Who the fuck is the other person? I can't remember. Brendan Schaub, come on down. No. Nah, he, he said that was quick. Jesus Christ, Ron's forgetting his own list of people. Oh, I, you know, I got all this. Yeah, I got yeah. all these fucking names and dun, shit. Dun, dun, dun. Come on down, you're the next contestant on Fratelli. Yeah, that's right, Joe Ferrara. Oh, all right. Hell yeah, Joe's yeah. on this show. Joe. I ain't seen Joe in a minute, man. Yeah. You also ain't booked me for shit in a minute. Joe, what's, if you out there listening, Joe, book me for some shit, yo. I'm sorry about what happened the last time you booked me, but that wasn't my fault. We'll get into that on the next episode. That uh, sounds good. All right, we'll see you next week. Peace.